0: The Miami Heat might actually be the worst basketball team in the entire NBA, and that is not a joke. After they just lost to the Brooklyn Nets, 109-105. An absolutely embarrassing performance by Miami. And honestly, embarrassment's the perfect word for it because I'm kind of disgusted from what I just saw by the Miami Heat. I mean, I want to talk about the state of Miami, and the state of the Heat team, the organization, more of as a whole. But quickly talking about this game, you got a 30-point game from Tyler Hero. He was really efficient, and you lost. You got a really all a good all-around game from Bam Adebayo, and you lost. You got 20 points from Jimmy Butler, which, crazy to say this, was his highest scoring output of the entire NBA season. And you still lost. At home against the Nets team, that did not have Cam Johnson, Nick Claxton, Spencer Didwitty, or Dorian Finney-Smith. Those are three starters. And you held Cam Thomas to like 13 or 14 points, who's been averaging 33 coming into this game. And you lost. You got outscored by double figures in the fourth quarter again. 34-22 to was the exact total. They are the worst fourth quarter team in the NBA. They have been outscored by at least seven points in the fourth quarter in four of the five games early on this season. They blew a 19-point lead against the Pistons and barely held on for their only win of the season. You were up by one against Boston on Friday night at ESPN. You lost by about six or seven and you were up by at, much, at most 16 points in the second half against the Brooklyn Nets, and you lose by four. What do the Miami Heat do from here on out? Well, I, I don't really know, but make sure you are subscribed because I'm going to call it how it is here at the Heat Report. No matter what, if the Heat are winning, they're losing, they need to make a move. I'll always break it down for you guys. Subscribe here at youtube.com slash heat report. But going more in depth, like, Listen, it it is only five games. They're one and four, and they can go on a run. But this game to me was should have been the start of the run for the Heat. I mean, you have the Wizards on Friday at home in the first in-season tournament game. We will be live, so make sure you join us. But a Nets Wizards combination should have been minimum back-to-back wins. You're back to three and three. You're five hundred. But you blow a sixteen-point lead in the second half to um, Armani Miller, or whatever his name is. Armani Brooks, I think it was, who had 16 points off the bench for the Nets. It's not a real player. It's only a 2K my career-graded player. What are we doing here? But real talk, though, the Heat have to make a move. The one problem with the Heat having to make a move to fix this roster is there's no move to make. The only move that could have been made was James Harden. Guess what? he got traded to the Clippers two days ago? The Heat have no point guard. Kyle Lowry stinks. Drew Smith didn't play, but he stinks. And Josh Richardson, who I thought was going to be able to return to Miami and play well because he was good with the Heat for two to three seasons, he stunk it up. He gave you nothing. His second game of the year, he went one for nine from the field. Minus 13, worst on the team, Josh Richardson. Good job, Josh. Good job, man. Fucking Robinson, two of seven, one of five from three. Glad you're getting paid 18 million, you bum. It, it really is disheartening, man. And the only move I'm looking at right now, I'm eyeing. And it all depends on like the Chicago Bulls. They have two players that I think they could easily trade. Um, whether it be Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan. And it depends, are they going to sell? But the problem is. No team is going to sell this early in the season. So Pat Riley, you made your bed. And now you have to sleep in it. You missed that on Damian Lillard. You missed that on Bradley Beal. And now you have to sit with this garbage-ass roster that doesn't have a scoring punch in this fourth quarter. You have to ride with fucking Kyle Lowry. God, $29.7 million for Kyle Lowry. Third highest paid player on the team. And he stinks. Moron moves the Heat can make in a minute. The only positive in my life anymore is prize picks. And even that broke my heart today. But shout out to prizepicks.com. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. I play prize picks every day. It's a true fact. And uh, I made a pick on that Nets Heat game last night. And boy, was it, was it backbreaking, to say the least. I took more than Tyler Hero, 22.5 points. He had 30. Nailed it. Less than Cam Thomas, 25. Who could have saw the LSU Tigers stinking it up? I did. Very easy. More than Bam and Abayo, 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He dominated. He's fantastic. Then Jimmy Butler, the one time you want to score 20 points. One time, 19.5. God damn it, Jimmy. But I still had fun watching the game. Obviously, it's the heat, but added incentive with prize picks. My favorite daily fantasy sports platform. To play with, you can ride guys like Andrew Schultz. Pause. He makes picks for prize picks. Travis Kelsey as well. Actually, Travis Kelsey definitely does not, but you have um, other people endorse prize picks. Uh, Andrew Schultz is one of them that comes to mind. Go to slash CLNS. Use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Shout out to Prize Picks, my favorite daily fantasy sports platform on the market. But back to like what the Heat needs. I mean, it's very evident to me that you can call bad defense, and the Heat played horrific defense in the fourth quarter. You have 29 points in the third quarter, 34 in the fourth. That's unacceptable. That is. It's unacceptable. But the fact you score 56 points in the first half, good, very good, and then only score 27, 22, 49 points in the second half, that is not good. So I think the Heat need more scoring. The problem is we expected Tyler Hero to be that guy. And he has been that guy in three out of the five games played. He's averaging more than 25 points a game. He had 35 on Monday against the Bucks and 30 again tonight. And in both of those games, shooting above 50% from the field, being efficient. And it still doesn't matter. So do you need more scoring? You definitely do if Jimmy Butler is going to shoot 6 to 17 from the field like this. That's unacceptable. And we know Jimmy doesn't try in the regular season. And he's really good in the postseason. He's a top 10 player in the NBA when it matters. But the problem is you need to make the playoffs for those games to matter. And you're not going to be a top 8, top 10 seed if you have Jimmy Butler playing the way he is. And the roster around the big 3 of Hero Bam and Jimmy plays the way it does. Tommy Hawkins Jr., I'm high on the young man. But he shot one of nine from the field today and 0 for six from three. He stunk. He played well defensively. You give him credit there. But he was a liability on the offensive end. And it makes me wonder, why aren't we playing Nikola Jovic? He played well against the Timberwolves in limited action. He played well against the Bucks on Monday in limited action. Why aren't we playing Nikola Jovich? What is there to lose? He would have been better than Jaime Hacquez tonight. There's no doubt about that. Now, Hayward Highsmith played well, and him coming back might have carved an eight and into those Jovich potential minutes. But the question is, do the Heat have the answers on their current roster? Because I don't know if they do. Josh Richardson struggled. Kyle Lowry struggled. Three guys I'm looking at, DeMar DeRozan, Pascal Siakam, Zach Levine. But the problem is, is that you're not going to be able to trade for them anytime soon. And the question is, when you would trade for them, in January, in February, is it going to be too late by then? Or are you going to be able to hold a float? But then also, are we going to trust Pat Riley in this front office to even make a move? Because nothing that they have done over the past three seasons has proved to me that they are willing to make a move. What's the biggest move they made in the last three seasons? Sign and trade for Kyle Lowry? That is legitimately the biggest move they have made since acquiring Jimmy Butler. Do you understand how sad that is? I'm being dead serious. Like I don't want to go full doom and gloom on the Heat, because they're still a good organization, and I'm going to trust them to figure it out in some capacity. But my God is this not the most disheartening loss I've had in some time for the Miami Heat in the regular season? I mean, there is not a lot of hope for me. I think Levine, DeRozan, and... <sighs> Levine, DeRozan, and Siakam are the three guys that I'll be eyeing, but you have to have the Bulls stink and be sellers, and you have to have the Toronto Raptors stink and be sellers. And then you have to actually trade assets for them, which the Heat have not been willing to do. Oh, man. It is. It is disaster. It feels like a landslide coming down on Heat Heat Culture Mountain because they stink. Speaking of those Heat Culture, God, those unis stink too. They were finally unveiled to the public, and people bought them. I gotta be honest. I don't know how you buy those things. Those things are horrific. The shorts are good. Jerseys, not so fast. I will not be buying those once so one so whatsoever. That's gonna do it for today's video. Make sure you do subscribe. Um, still gonna be live for. Friday against the Washington Wizards in-season tournament game. We're also going to cover the Heat for the rest of the season and into the off-season. I know this was a doom and gloom episode, but it's the harsh reality. And until this team shows me anything else, I'm going to think they stink. So they do stink. But subscribe here at the Heat Report. We don't stink, and you won't regret it. So join the channel.